0: Hello and welcome to the Boozy Banter podcast. We thought that we didn't have enough Brian's involved, so we reached out to the territory sales manager for Sierra Nevada Brewing, Brian DeBold. Here at Boozy Banter, we spend most of our time off the trail, deep in the woods, and lost in our own thoughts. And drinking. It seems a good match.
1: Welcome to yeah, Boozy yeah. Banter.
0: <laughs> Bienvenue à Boozy Banter. Welcome to Boozy Banter, brought to you by Wine Styles. Where Brian, Matt, and a cast of characters start out chatting about all things booze and end up in places and conversations completely unexpected. Settle in; even their rabbit holes have tangents.
1: Hi, Brian. Hi, Brian. I'm
0: going to have to start pointing at Brian <coughs> tonight. We've got three That's of a, them in
1: here, but it, only yeah. one of them spells their name correctly, though. Oh, I can. I can. That make would this. be me. I got I got I got Brian oh,
0: I got bald no. Brian and I got blonde Brian. And we can do that.
1: Okay. So, do you, they're all bees again, though, aren't they? Yeah. Bald. Blonde. Yeah. yeah. And what was the other one?
0: Uh, bro, how about that? Bro, bro Brian. Bro Brian. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. Which so we're gonna talk. That? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be you. We talk some
0: uh, beers. Yeah. We can. We've already been drinking some beers. You so. guys have. them.
1: You guys are like half in the bag.
0: <laughs> well, first and foremost, we need to welcome our guest.
1: Hello. There hello. We go. hello. Hello. Hello, <laughs> hello.
0: So this is Brian DeBold from Sierra Nevada Brewing.
2: I am. So, Territory sales manager here in uh, cover the cover states of Iowa and Nebraska. Nice. How long have you been with them? Celebrate nine years this no year. No kidding. Girl. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. Time flies
1: when you're when you're drunk all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or you lose track of time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, we were thinking about uh, you know we just we just hadn't done a, a full on beer podcast in a while and we're like yeah, who can we call because, you know, we know that too many people are, are hidden from our light. So we thought, Hey, let's uh let's get Sierra Nevada in if we're gonna talk craft beer, let's talk you know, one of the original, original craft yeah. beer. I like it. You know, this pale ale that uh, we started off with a while ago, um, <laughs> about an hour. Ago. Know, I don't know about you fellas, but uh, this was this was what most of the people I know cut their teeth on when they started yep. drinking.
1: Yep. Uh, this was kind of a special beer. This was the uh, we're not going to drink the Bud Light and the Coors Light. Mm-hmm. We're going to go get uh, we're going to go get the pale ale. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, it wasn't cheap either. I mean, relative compared to you know six ninety nine a six pack right. or whatever it was that was pretty expensive yeah that's right. crazy I'm serious right. <laughs> I mean 30 years ago
2: yeah or whatever I remember I remember the day and it's 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 kind of intriguing or interesting because you, I have my story that I tell and and back when I was in college I'm drinking Bud Light as most and that was when I got cash from my parents and I could actually <laughs> afford Bud Light and and um I'd, I'm walking through the the liquor store and there's this green six pack sitting in the cooler and I'm hearing this things that's happening with you know California craft beer and this craft beer scene. Back then though it was the microbrews. Oh, you yeah. know I mean they were microbrews. It wasn't craft beer; it was microbrews. And and so uh, I'll never forget I I had a twelve pack of Bud Light and I put it down and I grabbed that six pack of pale ale and never looked back. Then. You guys
1: didn't even make a IPA back in the day, right? No, no. no. That was, I mean, pale ale was it. Right? Pale ale, yeah. I mean, basically.
2: And and if you look at today's standards, this could be, you know, a, a, an IPA. Yeah. I mean, yep. a, it could be easily considered even a, a, a session IPA. Yeah. Um, you know, but, yeah, back in 1980, it was introduced, it was pale ale, porter, and stout. There was yep. the three beers that yep. that kind of created Sierra Nevada. Yeah.
1: So what does make a pale ale a pale ale and an
2: imperial pale ale a,
1: a, an IPA? Oh, an IPA. Yeah. What is – what is why why not just put an eye in front of that bad
2: boy and just rock and roll? Uh, you certainly could. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, it, it and most of the time it, it depends on, you know, alcohol percentages and, and you know, I, I would say hop bitterness, but when mm-hmm. the world of hazy IPAs and New England IPAs right. today is yeah. – there's there's actually less bitterness in a lot of hazy-style IPAs than what's in that, mm-hmm. you know, pale ale. Yeah, a little bit of
0: maltiness that comes out of it. You just don't get in a lot of pale ales any, yeah. or IPAs anymore. You know, for some reason that's been bred out, and, you know, if it's bright orange, then, you know, obviously that's an IPA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, rather than... It's like orange juice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy, some of those that we've had lately, man. I mean, it's... You know, we're going to have some of the, uh, the hazy little thing that you guys launched. Yep, was it last year? No,
2: this is year four now. Is it four? Yeah.
0: Boy, I did not do my research.
2: It's amazing <laughs> what that, that beer has done, too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. And it's, uh, you know, I guess we can jump into it. But the uh, thing I thought was pretty cool about it is that it, so many of those hazy IPAs are just, they're all juice, they're no better you know they're not they're not hazy for a reason right. other than just hey i'm, I'm going to make this hazy whereas this is unfiltered
2: yeah and, and well you you need hey, to have hey. you need to have balance you know we'll i mean you look at pale ale there's that malty balance of malt hops bitterness you know that's a beautiful sound <laughs> Thanks, i did especially that with my armpit especially here <laughs> in an amplified you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you do. You get. You, you you need that balance. And even with you know New England style or hazy IPAs, you, you want mouthfeel. You know, and and that mouthfeel comes from oats most of the t- most of the time. Certainly with hazy little thing, and, and but you've got to have a little touch of bitterness. And that that bitterness, I, I, I like to say, you know, kind of brings you back for that second sip because it's it's enough to. You know, have this super soft mouth feel. It's enough to have that beautiful aromas uh, of all those hops, but then you have just a touch of that bitterness to kind of just cleanse your palate and say, mm, "I want to do that again." Fish tacos. Yeah, those are just killer with fish tacos. What makes it hazy?
1: Is this, uh, the dry hopping at the end, or the wet hopping, or something like that. Well, f-
2: for us, it's it's just purely unfiltered, so okay. we don't we don't we don't filter this beer at all. So okay. whether through a plate filter. Or um, or any other style of filter we we don't we don't filter the beer at all um, We use oats um, in the mash so that it gives a mouthfeel but also add lens to the um, that hazy cloudiness um, uh, there are there's a number of ways that you can do it but to your point uh, you know if you just add you know that late hop you know at the end to get that cloudiness that's gonna that's going to separate in no time yeah. um, so there's no shelf stability Biddy. to it um, so you've got to make it right in order to yeah. you know have some stability along the way yeah you guys were in on the hazy before hazy was a thing well we were we were the first to go nationwide um, be, because that's that was something that just wasn't done and uh, you know, the style was there I mean we can't we can't take you know, we can't say it's a New England IPA and we're from Northern California. Yeah. You know I mean, it's just not – it just doesn't work. <laughs> but what we've taken is that unfiltered style um, and really kind of hit a home run with Hazy Little Thing.
0: Well, the I presume that the uh, Pale Ale is still your flagship as far as sales and everything go. Or is it won't be hazy, for much longer. hazy sneaking up really? on it? Yeah,
2: it's crazy. Hmm. So Pale Ale is, is by far a flagship. Um and and I still think even when Hazy um, takes over that number one spot, Pale is still going to be the flagship. Pale is still the the number one Pale in the United States. Um, although Hazy is still the number one Hazy IP in the United States. Um, if we do our things right, hopefully by the end of this year, um, you know we may even take over that number one IPA spot in the United States. Oh, no um, So it, it, this beer has really taken over um, on-premise. Hazy's number one has taken over pale ale. Now, granted, it's also during a time when, you know, 2020 came around and nobody was drinking beer on-premise. And, <laughs> you know, half the restaurants were closed. And, and it just, it, it, it has had its spot. But also when we would look at nationwide you know whether it was ballparks or football stadiums or or concert halls you know pale ale was always the one to go to um but it won't be for long hazy's taken over that not quite yet but it's certainly on its way in four years time Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's crazy yeah it's insane for a beer to grow that much and especially
0: in an established brand too i mean it's yeah, I'm sure there's you know there's marketing behind it and everything like that, but the beer's still got to be good. Yeah, I mean, well, so far you hey, can get with crappy beer. Exactly. I mean, insert name here, but uh, we're not going to do that because we might get a sponsor someday. I'd prefer not to be trashing somebody. And, <laughs> good call.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, how long has uh, Sierra Nevada been around? 1980 is when we opened. Okay. Um, so Ken Grossman is our owner and our founder. Um, still owns the The brewery today. Um, he has three children, uh, two of which are in actively in the beer business. And and um, Sierra Grossman was um, born first, firstborn. And um, did you say Sierra? Uh, Grossman? Sierra. She says, and she will say it today. is, you know, it, it uh, she was named Sierra before the brewery was. So a little backstory is. Ken Grossman's favorite place in the world to to go get lost was the Sierra Nevada mountain range and so he would go up and he would hike and bike and backpack up there for weeks on end and loved it and uh, loved it so much that he named his firstborn after the mountain range and then um, time came where needed to have a name for the brewery and you know Sierra Nevada just fit. His son's says, name is Nevada. Yeah. He, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> another, another Brian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. <so> it's <laughs> yeah. We should have just called this the...
0: Uh, yeah, we'll work on that in post and have a name involves Brian's on it. Okay. So. But his
2: is with the I. Is it? It is. I'm so sorry. I hear that. i in every group. Yeah. yeah.
0: Be me. <laughs> so how long have you been in the... So, like you said, Sierra Nevada. Yeah. You know, you found the pale ale like we all did. Yeah, you know, growing up. And did you, you know, intentionally get into the beer business, or is it kind of something you fell into? I was actually or... in the wine
2: business. Oh, okay. so I mean, I, I mean, we, yeah. I, I worked for a wholesaler. So I grew up in in Georgia, and I, yeah. I I worked for a wholesaler there, and you know, wine was certainly the focus. And uh, we moved to North Carolina, living in Asheville, and. Worked for the same distributor, same, same family uh, at the time. Um, owned the distributorship in two different states, and and uh, I transferred to Asheville, North Carolina, and worked for them. Certainly, a bigger beer focus in North Carolina than it was in in Georgia. And North Carolina is a state control state, so you state-controlled all liquor sales, oh, wow. um, and Georgia wasn't, mm-hmm. uh, so we were a very big uh, spirits wholesaler as well, and um, so in North Carolina, I'd really started to focus in on on craft beer, and I mean, we had a tremendous portfolio, yeah. and Sierra Nevada was one of my favorites even then, um, and then we were moving, times came, and, and um, actually, my wife got a a job and, and um moved us out to the Midwest. Kansas City was our next home and Sierra Nevada was looking for a Kansas and wow. Missouri rep and so mm-hmm. it just happened to be and
0: Well it's better than repping the the beer that you used to be able to find in Georgia that just said beer on it, That's right? right? The, the oh, I can with the The black the, and white label. The, the, yeah, yeah. That wasn't Billy Beer, was it? <laughs> no, no, just it literally all just it said a beer. was beer, yeah. They still make that because I want some. I don't know if they do or not. I'm, my economics prof in high school is from, or from, in uh, college was from Georgia, and she always talked about that. It was like, oh, yeah, that's all we had. And just, you know, it growing up. Yeah. <laughs> times are
2: tough. <laughs> yeah. My beer just says beer.
0: <laughs>
2: that's what I want. I just want beer. Yeah. Waffle House and oh. beer. It's
0: just called waffles. Yeah. And, uh, that's a all right, that's a company that is truth in advertising right there. Waffle House. Waffle House. They're just just Waffles. I'm not gonna lie, man, and all Waffle Houses pretty darn tasty. They are, man. I yeah, you drive around, that's I, I love their plan where you can tell just how bad something like a natural disaster is based upon what is open at a Waffle House, how much they're serving. Like they they've got that's crazy. Yeah. They've got I've, the generators
2: there and everything. I've spent many, many of nights in not overnight, but yeah. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> at a Waffle House. Yeah.
0: Like Perkins here, man. <laughs> Go there after the bar and get the Tremendous Twelve. <laughs> oh, man. had a buddy ate I can't do it. almost two of them one night. Really? Yeah. yeah. He ordered one and then ate the whole thing and ordered another one. And he he burned his way through at least half of, of the second Tremendous Twelve. I don't even know what that is. I'm afraid like to ask. It's like two pancakes, two eggs, two pieces of bacon, like... Yeah, some sausage, think, some hash yeah, sausage, and, yeah, and, yeah. yeah, yeah, just basically twelve units of things, and yeah, you it's, need that at one o'clock yeah. in the morning. He lives in North Carolina now, randomly, but <laughs> I don't think there's a Perkins in North Carolina yeah, in the hills. So the hills are good. Yeah, they are, man. Mm-hmm. That's we were down there for a convention a couple of years ago down in Asheville. Mm-hmm. So. Good, uh,
2: wicked weed. Yep. And, you know, mm-hmm. There's All a whole. Of them. There's a. There's a bunch of ton of them. Right? Yeah. Yeah, Sierra's Sierra's. They uh, announced in two thousand twelve that they were going to build, and um, two thousand fourteen is when they actually opened the the facility. And it's just—would
0: What you call it Malt Disney World? Malt or Disney this? World. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a. There's a couple of breweries that have done that. that Have opened up facilities, you know, on both coasts. Yeah, well,
2: it makes sense. Yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. from fresh a beer distribution, and, and, distribution. And, yeah, and, yeah. Well, and and you have to look at a, a number of of. Factors is you know the water source Mm -hmm. is it plentiful, Um, how clean is it, and and then you look at you know of course the transportation and logistics aspect of it because Mm -hmm. it's a whole lot easier to get a get a you know truckload of beer to New York City from Western North Carolina than it is from Northern California, Um, and it you know not only is it is it cheaper but it is also fresher beer, Um, so we're maintaining freshness. Uh, on the East Coast, certainly, right. in an in, in a, in a easier fashion. And, um, so, yeah, it, 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 but then you also have to have a community that's, you know, that's like-minded. And, you know, Chico is, is you know, very similar, um, or, or I should say Asheville is very similar to Chico, California, it? because it's a very like-minded community, and, and um, you know, beer is a big part of what they are. So um, the
1: distribution center or the the uh, factory or whatever you want to yeah. call it in, um, in North Carolina, mm-hmm. Asheville, bigger than Chico? Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, on a, on a production standards, I mean, they could produce a million barrels of beer out of Asheville. Um, a day? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It might be a bit much, but uh, uh, in Chico, um, as it can actually, when it's pushed, and every day and everything's firing, um, it has produced a million barrels, but um, it runs its smoothest at, you know, less than, say, 700,000, 750,000 barrels. Um, so the majority of uh, the idea behind it is, you know, I mean, when you, when you build a brewery um, and you build it in nineteen eighty. Versus in, you know, 2012, 13, 14, you know, some things have changed. And it's it's a whole lot more efficient. Um, And, and, you know, so with efficiencies comes reduction in in, in cost, at least the hope (laughs) for the reduction of cost. That's a good sound. (laughs) That was my armpit again. (laughs) You can make the coolest noises with your armpits. (laughs) It's awesome. I want to know how you do
1: that. Yeah. Well, we'll, there'll be a class later. Yeah. (laughs) So we were at um, one of the conventions we went to in California a couple of years ago. We stopped out to uh, Lagunitas, mm-hmm. which was kind of fun. In Petaluma, yeah. Yeah. So that was a that's quite a bit smaller than what you guys from got. the facility, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And and I mean I've been there as well, and it's one of those it's one of those areas. It's a great now. It's been some time. I think the last time I was there, um, they had just broken ground on. I want to say it was their new brew house, and, and so it was, this was, God, I don't even want to try to go back, but yeah, a number of years ago, and yep. um, good times, yeah, good times. So
1: when you look at how uh, these breweries broken up, you know, obviously you've got uh, AB mm-hmm. and um, Coors, those big monsters. And then you you wouldn't call yourself a microbrewery though but when well, there's there's designations, I'm going to screw that up because I screw everything up when I talk, <laughs> but there's you know, there you know you've got your little nano breweries You're you right got, right but yeah. what what would you say where, where would you put what's Sierra Nevada? Well, a I mean' we're, we're,
2: we're a nationally distributed okay. Craft brewer mm-hmm. okay yeah are you, are you the
0: largest independently owned one i, I or no. I, mean, it, it,
2: I, I think technically we we might be the second largest. Okay. We're um, Sam was it Sam Adams yeah, the Boston Beer yeah. Company. Yeah, Boston yeah. Beer. Uh, and, and when you include total production, um, Boston Beer is still the largest. Okay, craft production. Yeah. yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah. So uh, this beer that I just opened here uh, because I don't want to wait any longer to drink it. Uh, it's a really special one. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit. I thought it'd be a good uh, lead-in yeah. to actually talk about the kind of crazy history of you know Mr. Grossman and yeah. the founding of this and it's the greatest know, story never
2: told. Yeah,
0: and the book, you know, the Beyond the Pale. Bill, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's just a great story too of you know someone believing in something and taking a leap and working their ass off to to make it happen. Right. <laughs> Is that no? <laughs> No, no, not you. You don't get one. <laughs> Only if you're good. I've got some Snossages. <laughs> <laughs> snossages.
1: <laughs> All right. Oh, so yeah. now, what, do we, what are we doing next?
2: Now uh, this is Brux. So Brux is this is the eighth year release. Oh, baby. It was, um, again, bear, bear, bear with me with my stories. Um, it was a, um, released for the first time in 2012. Um, and a little bit of history is uh, Brian Grossman is good, fan, good friends with uh, Vinny from uh, Russian River. And um, great friends, as a matter of fact. And, and Vinny actually officiated um, Brian Grossman's wedding. And so, in great beer fashion, you can't have two beer people getting married and uh, and and not have a beer. So, yeah. they decided to brew um, a beer together and serve it only at the wedding. Okay. And um, then people, of course, were going, "Well, where can we get this beer? This was awesome." And they're like, "Well, we didn't." do anything with it, we just (laughs) brewed it for the wedding. And and, uh, then, of course, um, they decided, well, maybe we should do something with it, and um, brewed the same beer again, but had to go back to Ken and say, hey, we want to brew this beer, but we want to add an addition of Britannomyces to it. And now, understand that the brew house in Chico, as well as the brew house in Asheville, they're spotless yeah and it's not you don't want to introduce something like god like brett. God, <laughs> uh, god forbid you have a brett pale ale that nobody knows about yeah and, and, yeah. and, and it goes
0: just well then it, then you get some of these people that try and sell me yeah. the brett say, oh no we intentionally did the no
2: yeah. no he, yeah. didn't. No, yeah. he yeah. did not he did, he yeah didn't. exactly so um they went to ken and said hey we got this idea and ken was like there's no way in hell you're gonna put <laughs> brett in my my brew house and and c finally uh came to reason and and <laughs> decided the only way that we're going to do this is we're going to hazmat the entire pilot system, and which is a separate brew house in Chico. And we're going, to, we're going to lock it down. Anybody that goes in is in hazmat suits. Um, anybody that comes out is rinsed and repeated and so it's it, how i start it, my day yeah, well i wanted down.
0: to do that for people with covid <laughs> yeah and, uh, <laughs> just when, just when to, that hit last year i was like can i hose people down <laughs> you kind <laughs> of <laughs> kind of like
2: when you walk through a, a you know a, a kitchen door and you have that fly vapor that yeah comes yeah out, you know <laughs> so um, so it was it was it was hazmat everything was locked down and and then they created this this machine called the inseminator and, uh, and so the inseminator it was introduced each bottle separately uh, by hand with the inseminator really? of, of the Botanomyces. Kind of like a Corvin? And just, kinda... um, just popped it in on every single one of them. And wow. then at the end of production, they pulled it. And it now sits in Vinny's Russian River Brewing Company's um, brew house. Oh, in, wow. Uh, they, I think, just they actually just opened their new facility. If I'm not mistaken, it's so a little Pliny the elder with some uh, some bread in it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is now each year. So 2012 was introduction of Brux. Uh, 2015, I think, was the the or excuse me, 2017 was the the five year release, and then we've released every year since then. <laughs> it's the same beer kept in our facility. Um, Labels changed, but we'll continue until we -hmm. we go out, you know, and then there won't be any more Brooks. Hmm. Yeah, this was wild. I mean, it was really cool that you got this into the state for us.
0: Again, all these unintentional, you know, and kind of hidden benefits of COVID, you know, when a tap room's not open and there's an outlet for a product, you know, sometimes...
1: This really was nowhere else, was yeah. it? No. And it's not no. anywhere
0: else. I, yeah. think, I think you said it had been maybe licensed in, like, North Carolina, and that was about it. Yeah, because and we sold, was, it sold it. Sold at the, the, yeah. The, the, yeah, no, this is uh, this is one of those incredibly special things that uh, uh, normally living in Iowa, you don't get a hold of, right. you know, without somebody right. bootlegging it to you. Yep. Mm.
2: It's Which it's, I would have done. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> maybe not in the quantity that you're looking <laughs> yeah. for.
1: It's this style I like, too,
2: more mm. than. that almost farmhouse. Yeah. Kind of yeah. funky. And, yeah. and, and Brett's a beast. I mean, it just, it, it, it ebb and flows. It You know, you may open this bottle in, you know, six months from now and it'd be slightly different. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it wakes up, it eats, it says I'm hungry. And then when it's full, it goes back to sleep and then it See? wakes up. and yeah. Goes, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Well, I
0: opened one of these, boy, it must've been December, I think. Yeah. Um, when uh, Don was in, okay, you know, we popped one open and and, uh, and drank one out there. And he it, probably enjoyed that. He did, yeah. Because I mean, <laughs> the guy's got like so much Belgian beer, but, but with this, I I remember it being a little more kind of bruised apple flavor yeah. on it. And here, it's it's a little brighter, a little fresher. So you know, to your point, that it's changing. Yep. Um, you know, kind of that living organism is that's wild. You know, one that it's doing that, two that it was intentional. Yeah. You know, that's what impresses me so much about this
2: stuff is. You know, it wasn't an accident. It was, you know, this was design. It, you just don't know what it's going to do. Yeah. You know, I mean, you just... You, mm-hmm. When when you introduce Britannomyces to, you know, mm-hmm. with intent, it, you may hope it's going to do something, and you know in your mind over time that's how it's going to, you know, produce. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just never know. Wow. Well, it's come so far from uh, the intention
0: of the brewery originally. Right. Was, uh, let's just have a, you know, Pale porter
2: and a stout. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and uh,
0: you know, basically a hut in the woods where we can drink and yep. make beer. Yep. Yeah.
1: You yeah. hear so many stories of this going very, very wrong <laughs> where it infects the entire yeah. brewery and you have to shut it down and. Mm. There was uh, there there. I'm going to screw this. Good, as you like to say, good story, Brian. <laughs> there there was a brewery um, that had the the bakery right next to it or whatever. Oh really? Or, and the yeast was kidding. They figured out that the oh, yeast man. was coming over from like the a shared ventilation and system. Ventilation system. Yeah. And in fact, I don't remember which brewery yeah. it was, but I it was it was a fairly big one. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So when that's not
2: not good. When. Not uh, good.
0: Sierra Nevada opened, you know, in the in the 80s. There just wasn't anything else around there,
2: I mean, anybody doing that type of stuff. There wasn't anybody doing Anywhere. anything except for yellow fizzy beer. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean it it was it, I mean it was 1980 you had just over 40 breweries in in America. And you know, you look in today and we're what nearing almost yeah. 10,000. Yeah. Um it, it but also at that time and that's where you got to kind of paint the picture is you know, this was in the late, mid to late seventies. You know, big beer was everybody was drinking. You know, yellow beer. It all tasted the same. It was very similar. Um, I don't even think light beer from Miller was introduced at that point in time. And and so it was a a point where you know Ken has to go to a bank and say you know Hey, I want to um, I want to open up this this brewery, and and we're gonna make these you know these these craft beers and you know and the banks are going to, you know no you're not, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah not with our money <laughs> yeah, not going to know? I wonder yeah. how much laughing yeah. that was yeah. too I mean, you know? it's a small town small area I mean so you 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 can't you can't really understand mm-hmm. you know where we are today you know like I said earlier you know finances are mm-hmm. a lot easier but you know a budget still a budget and we. Have to, to keep to those and um, but when, you know when you're at that point in time where breweries are closing and you know consumers are drinking the same style of beer and all of a sudden you say hey I want to introduce a pale ale a porter and a stout and I want to invest in Bitcoin yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's less than two cents Is a share so yeah it, it, it just it's crazy when you think about it i mean you, then you look at the just the, the 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 facilities that are that are needed and you know the the original brew house was a a you know which is now a tire storage center um in chico and it's probably the size of wine styles mm. uh, really and I mean, and and that was it yeah. and i mean it was everything we needed and you know, we had to extend the door because I, I, there was the laws and couldn't have, you know, production facility outside of the square footage. and and But yet the, the bottling line, I think, extended, so we had to add a little addition to it. and <laughs> uh, So, I mean, it's just crazy. But then you have to think about the actually brewing capabilities back then too. I mean, you didn't have a brew house. You didn't have... Companies making small-scale brew houses. Right. I mean, today's world, you all want to open a brewery. You get on this computer, and you order your brew house. yep well, he um, cobbled them together yep, from you know, like, like dairy. The old dairy tanks. Like, and yeah. so he, you know, went all over Northern California and and found these old dairy tanks. And, and you know, he's a, Ken's a tinkerer, and he's, you know, he, he he's a, a mechanical genius. And put together this brew house and and that worked for a number of years and so much so that actually sold it to mad river brewing company um and 2019 i think it was don't quote me but i'm fairly certain 2019 we bought the old brew house back from mad river brewing company oh wow so we actually took that on tour um, and, you know, we made a, a beer um, at um, uh, Great American Beer Festivals. We had the old brew house on tour then. We painted it up and we did some things. And um, So, yeah, we actually have the old brew house now on property in Chico. Um, during the the wildfires um, of Northern California, And um, we actually invited all the... Um, you know the first responders to for Thanksgiving, and invited them to the brew house and, and the brewery and have for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving dinner uh, with their families and, and uh, at the brewery and, and there's a, a video of Ken in the old brew house. He's boiling potatoes for mashed potatoes for Thanksgiving in, in this old kettle that you know that he had that <laughs> built back in the late '70s and which hmm. started Sierra Nevada. So yeah, it's, mm-hmm. the stories are endless, and mm-hmm. it, I mean you can you can check out a lot of it. Um, you know Sierra Nevada dot com, and you can see you know great little marketing bits and pieces of history, and and it's just it's great a, video, it's a phenomenal Dude, story, just yeah. the, the
0: short forty five second videos along yeah. there, and I, I did find it fascinating the uh, you know, how integrated in the community that, that Sierra Nevada is, and and with the uh, um, was it the oh I'm forgetting the name of the county the uh, well it was the campfire mm-hmm. and you know the basically all the brewers you know kind of getting together and helping
2: and and brewing a beer where hundred percent of the proceeds yeah. went to oh yeah it was just yeah, it, resilience it, yeah. you know when re- resilience was i mean that was that was born with an idea of what can we do next mm-hmm. and how can we how can we help and you know it's one thing to you know, here I'm going to donate, you know, five million dollars. Well, that's great, um, but we need more. I mean, this whole town was destroyed, mm-hmm. um, and resilience was born of a of a thought of how can we do more. And and and, and you let's be honest. There's there's a handful of breweries in the world that could do what Ken Grossman is here Nevada did during that time frame. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know wrote a letter to every brewer in america that was available and said if you're interested here's the recipe you know uh we've got hops that will donate and malt that will donate and Mm -hmm. and you know because you go back to suppliers and and for those of you that can we ask that you you know that you donate your proceeds from the brew and and Mm -hmm. they'll sell it in the in their tap rooms. And it's, it was a pretty cool event. Mm -hmm. I was able to to join some folks over in the Eastern part of the state with um, single speed and, and big grove and um, um, a number of others. And I'm I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank, but uh, a, a number of others that we joined together and we did a brew day um, that day oh, um, at uh, single speed and, and um had a kind of an eastern iowa coalition of, of brewers that do resilience. <laughs> what was the beer and, uh, it was resilience it was the okay. um the, the beer recipe that uh that we produced and it gave exact specs wow. you know the, i mean it was like a little home brewer could contact, do it too then um i mean they certainly to, could yeah. mm-hmm. um but the idea is that that you would brew a on a commercial no, scale no no so, i get it yeah. i just
1: kind of Taking that barrel down to a, you know, yes. small scale yeah. and making yep. your own beer is kind of cool, too. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Well, that, uh, not that I don't so love good. all the beers. That's my yeah. favorite so far. Oh, uh, that's so good. Yeah. That's, that's special. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's, yeah. just, it's different. I mean,
1: I, as you
0: can, you know, I'm sure understand being in the wine industry yeah. and, you know, and spirits and, and beer, just finding something that's cool, that's different. I'm yeah. going to guess Aaron probably
1: doesn't like this beer. It's a I sour.
0: Think she, I think she
1: likes it. A, she's smiling. <laughs> she's always smiling. Oh, well, yeah. Come on, that's not yeah. fair. Oh, okay. She smiles, yeah. you know, yeah. all the time. Right? Well, except for when she's around Brian. No. It's understandable. Yeah. <laughs> which Brian? <one? laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? would you say? Which one? Yeah, yeah. 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 pick. Just pick.
0: Nice. So we gonna, you want me to open another one? Oh,
1: I want you to open another one, man. No, open, no, another no, one. No, open another
0: one. Open another one. Okay, okay, Brian, number two.
1: No, I don't want to be number two. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I want to be number one in your art. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a special beer.
0: Let's see, this one has... JT's probably left, too. He has, yeah. He said, are you going to open that one now? And I was like, no. It's going to be open in a little bit. He said, try and save me some for Saturday. I'm like, you're going to drink it on Saturday?
1: <laughs> Sorry, no, JT. I'm definitely, if I check this in, I'm definitely going to check it in with him, though. Yeah. Like I like you normally do, yeah.
0: Because yeah. he loves that. For those of you who don't know who we're talking about, uh, that's a uh, podcast ago. It was yep. uh, our mead guy. Yeah.
2: So, let's okay. see if I can do this without... Exploding all over? Yeah. That's, no, I'm surprised that, that if rarely if you did it with Brooks and it didn't explode, yeah. it, that one should be fine. There we Excuse go. Excuse me.
0: Well, the Once key. again, armpit. When you open, uh, see, I would believe that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you open, oh, look at that! I caught that between my legs as it OF. It's cat-like reflexes. No. So if you uh, if you have a champagne cork style like a Cajun cork, when you open it, if it's tipped, you don't want to. Um, when you open, it, you want to kind of tip the cork back so that the air escapes at the highest point. Because if you do it at the lower, then it. Sucks liquid out too, Mm. so that's one of the reasons why things just go. Science,
1: (laughs) yeah, yeah. You just made that up, didn't you? What's that? You just made that up, didn't you? No, I didn't.
0: I did not. I mean, I've made everything else up this way. Actually, none of these people's names are
1: Brian.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's a lie. (laughs) Yeah, a lie. So, what's the
1: story of Trip in the Woods? Let's talk about that. So,
2: Trip in the Woods is our barrel series. Okay. And so we we wanted to create a number of of beers, whether it's you know Bigfoot or barley wine or or, or narwhal or in, in our uh, in, in, in imperial stout, we wanted to create a, a signature in a series of beers that were barrel aged. And so we figured, you know what, they spend a little time in the woods, and let's make it a trip in the woods. And the name came and. And so that becomes our Barrel-Age series. Um, something like, so I'll liken it back to Hazy Little Thing, where we have Hazy Little Thing, which we now have Wild Little Thing, yep. which we now have Big Little Thing. It's the Little Things family, so Guess it's just my a nickname series at home. The, the Little Things. Big Little Thing, the Big Little, th- oh, the big the big little th- Things, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sounds like a, sounds like a '60s yeah. protest song. Yeah. Big little
0: things. <laughs> when did the? Do you know when the barrel aging program started? And
2: if not, you just make. It I, yeah, I mean, that's I okay. Don't, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know the uh, exact yeah. date. Um, I, I know we've always played around with it, but you also understand that you know barrels were not something that we wanted to do much with because it had a tendency to create some some funky bacteria that weren't going to be in our brew house so even still today you go to chico our barrel room which holds uh, i'm going to say 2,000 barrels or so Mm -hmm. um is an off-site facility it's not even on the property in chico Mm -hmm. um wild so production happens it's it's um, you know, we'll we'll brew a beer at the at the Chico facility, and then we'll transport it over to the barrel room, mm-hmm. um, barrel room into you know the liquid into the barrels, and they do their magic off-site and we go from there. Nice. And then mm-hmm. we transport it back to the facility to actually pr- <laughs> to put it into glass. You know, um, so there's it's not the most efficient way to do it, but mm. it's the safest way to do it. Yeah, it's better than just having it in the
0: field and a little lookout tower with a guy with a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> well, they do that, too. Yeah, yeah.
2: They do that, too. It's in our peach orchard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talk about that. It's kinda... Color on this is amazing. that yeah, is it is. So this is, this is a beer that uh, I honestly know absolutely nothing about other than what's written on the label. And um, this was a beer that I was in Chico a number of years ago and and saw it and said, I can't get this beer anywhere else except for here, so I'm going to bring some back with me. Um, It's our Trip in the Woods Barrel-Aged Series. It's a collaboration with uh, the family-owned Bogle Vineyards, and um, it is the uh, barrel-aged ale with red wine grapes added. It actually has a little,
1: on the nose, a little oxidation Mm -hmm. on the nose, but in a good way.
2: You know. So Merlot and Petit Seraf if I'm not mistaken, are added. You get that too. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Whenever a beer's done in, for me, because I'm a wine guy, whenever it's done in a, a, a wine barrel, yeah. I'm all over it. We've got, not a lot, but we've got a mm-hmm. few out there
2: with that. Yeah, that's, that's that a pretty cool really beer. cool. Yeah. I mean, because it, it, you have that the nuances of, of the wine you have that that you know you don't have the tannins from the grapes or anything that you just have that juiciness that you get mm-hmm. from it. But then you have that dark ale that kind of comes through, and and then you get that wood that goes behind it, that kind of encapsulates that whole you know mouthfeel that you've got. And I'd just say yeah, that's a wonderful wonderful beer. I wonder what type of barrel they used. If it was, I mean, it's obviously not like. You know Canadian maple syrup barrels, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> I mean it, 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 the majority is going to be bourbon barrels. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but I, my guess, and this is purely a guess because I don't know anything about the beer, but uh, uh, my guess is it's not a um, a very new bourbon mm-hmm. barrel because um, in this style you want that that you want that whiskey or that bourbon to be just a. A compliment flavor, not to overtake it. Yeah, a little bit of vanilla there that kind of pops out too. But
1: ten point three, so it's it's kind of a big boy.
0: I just love how it it just stays with you, like it's still making my mouth water. You'd mentioned that there's probably some acid in it when we were talking earlier, and sure enough, man, it's it, it's just the back of my mouth is yep. water, and actually the roof of my mouth, like like back the back of my, it's coated. Like it, it's like it's just dripping flavor back down on me.
1: <laughs> rain down it's like a flavor explosion yeah, don't know that i've mouth. ever heard that description yeah, yeah. before yeah. what <laughs> is it it's still there it's like
0: yeah i can feel it it's like there's i have taste you know, buds on my roof of my mouth like this someone is, uh... someone from uh from a very small uh, uh folk you know, like some possibly elves or gnomes, are back there with a paint roller still rolling the flavor. This is why the... we don't let him out very often. But is it a right roll here. or is it a splatter? No, nah, it's a roll. I can feel it because it's smooth. Pull Yeah, yeah. Not a splatter.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. I found a new favorite. That's fun. It's yeah. getting better and better.
0: It's almost kind of – it's almost like oatmeal raisin cookie – or something on it, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you guys but, try that, but without having to put oatmeal raisin cookies into your
1: beer to yeah. get the flavor. Yeah. Doesn't uh, what are Conf- we Confluence of? does yeah. that? Don't they have yeah, an oatmeal?
2: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: yeah, you two should know your Confluence aficionados. They have yeah. like an oatmeal stout or oatmeal something.
0: Yeah, oatmeal cookie. Yeah, yeah.
1: I would think so. Mm-hmm. Talk about a company mm-hmm. that makes a lot of beer. Holy smokes! Yeah. One them. a new beer each week. Yeah. So 52 beers. So makes it fun, right? Yeah. Oh, man. I, I might have it's a brewer's ex- nightmare, I'm sure. Oh, jeez. Yeah. My head would explode off my shoulders. they made unique beers. What's that, last year? 90 beers? 90? Yeah, they they do a nice job, though. They really do. When well, I think about uh, our uh, colleague
0: Derek talking about uh, the beet vice from uh, Crane Brewing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the He was like, yeah, the... I don't think the Brewers like him when he does it because they have to clean oh, everything afterwards. Imagine? Yeah, he was like, Yeah, I had suggested doing it for uh, you know, like a having a be you know a core beer that's available year round. the Brewers like, nah, no, no that's no. not going to happen yeah. unless
1: you want to come clean me yeah. and uh, clean uh, the beet juice yeah. and yeah, that's oh, just going to be terrible. Right. So, do you guys ever do any um, collaboration
2: type stuff, or is that just not? Oh yeah, I mean we we we've. It, Years ago, I mean, and we were—I'm not going to say the first because there's, I'm sure, there's plenty more, but we sure. were certainly one of the largest to do. I mean, we had beer camp across America. Right? Oh yeah, I remember I mean, that. Those were some good beers. That's I, been what time flies. It's been yeah. I mean, ten years. we we've, we've we had you know the That's initial was that. twelve different beers and in, in one unique twelve pack. Yeah. And you know then we, we had that. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was just. Then we took that. Party on the road in a bus mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with all the brewers, and we had stops across all America, yep. <laughs> and we were actually here in Des Moines. I um, actually think you by, were
1: here in this store uh, for that. Would you have been? Were, you, were uh,
2: you with them then? No, it was actually the year before. So okay. uh, I was. This, that was in two thousand and thirteen. I think it was. We definitely some, did some type of event with Sierra Nevada in here, and so I know it was. It was kind of a last minute. Yeah, uh, We were coming from Denver and we had the big party in, in Chicago right there on Navy Pier. Yeah, And then I guess logistics, somebody missed the boat and said, oh, well, <laughs> the the bus driver can't drive that far yeah. <laughs> without stopping, you know. And <laughs> uh, so within, I, I, there was, you know, six weeks or less that we had to put together event. I know we were down at El Bait Shop and we had a, a number of people down yep. there and you know the Grossman family was there, and all, all the brewers that were on the bus were there. And yeah, um, I'm, I'm sure it could have been that we would stopped here. I think I, we I,
1: did an event in here with Sierra Nevada.
2: How long ago would that have been? I think that was 2012 or 2013. Yep, um, yep. it was I, at, right I before I you now started. It, now it might have been. Well, I started in 2012, but 12, 13, and 14, I was. Um, manager for Kansas and Missouri. Okay. Um, and then, so that actually might have been f- 14 or 15 okay. that uh, took place here, I think. Yeah. Uh, Timelines in my brain don't work all that yeah, well. No,
0: yeah. you're no. You're a Pisces, you're kind of floating <laughs> through the universe. That's, uh, <laughs> That's that's right, right. I, I don't know my. I don't either. Astrology, but I'm an Aries, so I don't know what that. Means. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Smash, <laughs> smash,
1: Hulk, smash. Nice. I'm, I'm
0: surprised someone hasn't done that though. Like uh, rearrange the constellations to look like uh, superhero characters. Like that's like, okay. a patent right now. Oh, yeah. we're, gonna, <laughs> yep. we're gonna we're gonna make do note that. of that right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's, uh, in your can, spare time, Matt. Yeah, yeah we'll is have it, a glow in the dark superhero. It's a registered trademark. R with a circle <laughs> yeah, around it. Yeah. Oh man, there'll be the, all the lesser known ones too. Like,
1: like that one over there on the horizon. That's Squirrel Girl. And <laughs> who? Is that- so what? Any any uh, cool projects your guys are
2: working on now, or anything you can? Um, the coolest project is is the introduction of um, Strange Beast. It's our hard kombucha. Wow. Um, you know, we're the we're the first to, to take this nationwide. And, um, you know, hard kombucha is, is growing, probably one of the, the, the fastest growing segments within, you know, the, the category. And uh, when you look at, you know, the Midwest, it's certainly not necessarily as, as established um, as, a, as a, you know, yeah. as a brand or, or as a... Uh, we're the certainly the not early adopters you know? here. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Imagine trying to get funding for that back
0: in the day. <laughs> right. You know, instead of, I'm going to make beer. Okay, yeah, my friend's going to make hard kombucha. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> First yeah. of all, what is kombucha? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that uh, strange beast was one, I mean, because everybody asks, you know, when's Sierra Nevada making a seltzer? And when's, yep. you know, And and you know, I'm not going to say never, because right. you never say never. Um, but we looked at as at kombucha as an opportunity um, at hard kombucha in particular when you look at the epicenter down in San Diego and you know when when kombucha as a category outsells you know seltzer uh, you have to pay attention to it and then when you look at the number of you know kombucharias kombucha breweries Kombucha breweries, I think it is, but you know, you, 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 needs, you look at us. the production, yeah. you know, facilities there, and there's there, you know, there's a ton of them, and so you take that growth and you introduce it across the United States, it has a potential to be, you know, something pretty spectacular. It's and a
1: little acidic for me, kombucha. Mm-hmm. It it gets me. I mean, it's uh, is it made from we cabbage?
2: Sh- we should we should uh, we should have one for uh, strange beast. Sometime that might be in the after hours mm-hmm. or something. But mm-hmm. um, do we have any of that here? Uh, I don't know that we do. There may be a can hidden in because I was
0: cleaning out the all the sample stuff that we had, and I think Lance might have brought us. Up. Okay, Oh, look. It may be in the back of the fridge. That'd be cool. Because yeah. we the the it.
2: Scobie is is he basically the the let's say it's the mother that you would you would have if you can relate it to you know sourdough, right? Okay, um, it's the symbiotic culture of um, bacteria and yeast. Okay. So you take yeast and bacteria and it's the combined looks like this big nasty slob Sounds of snot. Delicious. And uh, that's, yeah, I know that customer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, <laughs> was <in> yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> yeah, he was in yesterday. He was asking about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so uh it it's that, it's that that culture that that essentially ferments, you know, sweetened tea. So it's you know it's a tea beverage that's mm-hmm. sweetened and and the the scoby eats off of the the sugar of the tea and so you have this fermented tea beverage um, but we've taken in proper Sierra Nevada fashion you know the best of the best and and um, went to the University of Oregon and met with their labs and their technicians and and uh, professors and said we need to work on this and found what we like and what our flavor profile would be and created our own scoby and so that m- scoby our mother doesn't necessarily have all of that that vinegar and that acetate and okay. you know it's it's not it's more you know there's some earthiness to it um you know but we, we you, you, take that and and you, you took put ginger and and lemon and and you know grapefruit or watermelon sea salt and lime and you put all these other flavors into it. It puts a whole new spin mm. on hard kombucha.
1: And it's supposed to be good for you too.
2: Well, let's let's put it this way: <laughs> alcohol and is not good for you. Well, no, it's um, not. But the the, the
1: non-alcoholic the,
2: the non-alcoholic kombucha has yeah it yeah. has the the. The probiotic qualities. Yeah. yeah. but I don't want that in my life. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's. I suppose if a doctor ever recommended that, and I think you need uh, you need mm-hmm. some strange beast. Yep. Like one, you're really tense, and two,
2: you need to work on your regularity. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just, just need to clean up that bacteria. There's yeah. a whole lot of nasty bacteria. We want the good bacteria yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a probiotic then. Yeah. Is that what we were saying? Mm-hmm. I would. Uh, dozed
0: yeah. off for a second. Yeah. I'm back. Yeah, yeah that's uh, you yeah, know, they first explored that on the uh, six million dollar man, right? The Probiotics. Yes. Anybody? Anyone?
1: Is, Is this, this thing? Hello. Is this <laughs> This thing on? Hello. Is this working? Yeah. Well, I think we should uh, break away for a couple minutes and see if we could find that kombucha. Yeah. And uh, we'll we'll come back and get my uh, probiotics. To get work. your probiotics working. Yeah. And then we've got that little. Um, Oh, Travas, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's going to be good. I, I, I haven't had that. Mm. You probably have, haven't you? I can't remember. I that's have. a That's Multiple another one types. that's... Uh, I haven't had my probiotics. We were the only ones in the state, state with that, too, so right? So good. Yeah. yeah, so good. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. So we'll take a little break and... Uh, Except for the barcode being the same as the other one that we came <laughs> yeah. in. I was like, what? <laughs> what?
0: why does it say we sold Some, all of these, but they were the same. bitches. <laughs> all <laughs>
2: right. I'm not saying we're the greatest at everything. No, but, no, but <laughs> you know you're, what you're nowhere way, near yeah. the worst a brewery A lot about of them that. do
1: it, though. And it, just, oh. it drives the retailer nuts. I, I actually it stopped really buying does. one of the
0: yeah. breweries. Yeah. I liked their beer, but yep. every time they had a seasonal, it was the same thing. Yep. And I'd have three or four beers, and I'd have to print tags to cover every barcode. Mm. Yeah. like... No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a sedentary person by nature. I do not <laughs> want to do that. Yeah, too much work. I don't want to do that. No want. <laughs>
1: All right, we'll be back. Will we? Maybe. Possibly. We'll see you on the radio.